in Finland. That's a bit short on the on all the good stuff. I'm sorry, sir. I haven't done my homework because the dog ate. So it's my turn to apologise for poor sound quality this week. I'm really sorry. We did buy some new microphones, and at the time of recording, it all sounded great. But when it comes to editing, it's not so good at all. So I'm really sorry, but that doesn't stop you from enjoying a great show with our special guest, Tim from Turgworks. So as someone once said, on with the show. Now then, welcome to episode 75 of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates. As always, I'm joined by the very wonderful Pierre, who's sounding even more wonderful today, aren't you, Pierre? That's a bit short on the on all the good stuff. Like I've been <laughs> sex Scandinavian sex symbol, and now now I'm just down to you sound good. Yeah, you sound good, Pierre. Yeah, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Your head's getting far too big for this business. <laughs> and. Since it's episode 75, we're joined by a very special guest. He is everyone's friend on Instagram. He is Tim from Turgworks, not Turdworks, Turdworks. Hello, Tim. Sometimes both. Thank you lots. Nice to have you, Tim. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm really good, Ta. Thank you for letting me uh, have an interview for the third Northern Maker. <laughs> <laughs> the position needs filling, I understand. So. Are you are you drinking something pink? Yeah, um, it's just cardio. All that right, fruit, you know, like juice squash. Whatever. It's not a cider. Oh no, no. <laughs> No, a blackcurrant cider. Yeah, just uh, just pop. Pop, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what you say for for. Uh, is it pop? Like, is Coke a pop? Yeah, it's a bit confusing because yeah. it can that can be juice, but it's yeah, pop juice, cardio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sometimes Vimto. Oh, nice Vimto, yeah. It's yeah, uh, yeah it's a minefield. <laughs> I was going to say, if we're talking about drinks, are we going to go straight for it? Oh yeah, why not? Oh why not? Let's go for it, Pierre. Steve, what's your drink? Steve, what's your drink? What's your drink? So we know what Tim is drinking. What are you drinking, Steve? Yeah, I, I'm drinking. I'm on the old uh, Dissolution IPA. Is that a strong one? It looks strong. 5%. 5%. All right. It says, uh, named after the dissolution of the Kirkstall Abbey by King Henry VIII in 1539 and the disbanding of the Abbey's Cistercian Order of Monks, this is a classic India Pale Ale with a very hoppy kick. There you go. Mm. £1.50 from Sainsbury's. I've been to that, Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got, Pierre? Uh, <laughs> I have a, a double IPA, but I didn't realise until now when I was looking at it, it says 
8.5%. It's uh, the Collective Arts Radio The Mothership. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure where it's from. It's too dark in here to see what it's, (laughs) what the small text is saying, but yeah. Collective Arts IPA. And how many cans of that have you got? A one. That's Good. enough. It's just much, yeah. Just enough. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be phoning in the mothership to get you home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Are you just oh, having the pop, Tim? Yeah, I've uh, I've had a bit of a cough, so uh, I'm just staying off the booze. Good man. Good lad. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit boring. Don't make it, sense. But... Uh, yeah. So, Tim. You're you are a Rubio Monocoat ambassador. That's correct. Yeah, I am a Rubio Monocoat ambassador with yeah. less experience, I should say. Steve is not a Rubio <laughs> Monocoat ambassador. You have a certificate that says I am. <laughs> yeah, you have a certificate. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Just done the training. Yeah. But you know, it's not worth the wood it's lasered on. <laughs> But for anyone like you, I, I consider you more of an expert than I am because I've barely tried the thing. Yeah, that, it's only because I've done like four training days now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Invite me to. Uh, can you give us a breakdown of uh, how to use it and the biggest mis- mistakes you see by new people using it? Uh, I can tell you the biggest mistake I made using it, and it's really one you want to avoid because it was a right pig. Um, <laughs> I thought when I first got some, I thought the longer you leave it on, the shinier it'll be, which isn't the case. It's like how much you sand it affects the, the shininess. So I left it on overnight, came back out to it, it was a serving board, and, and it looked like it was just completely covered in earwax, but it had gone hard. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you've just got to scrape it off and then resand it. It's like starting all over again. It's awful. Oh wow! So don't ever leave it on overnight. Always wipe it off. Oh, straight now. We'll just wipe it off straight away. Yeah, and by straight away you mean like instantly after applying it? Yeah, maybe like five ten minutes tops. But I've yeah. I have put it straight on and wiped it straight off, and it's, I can't tell the difference. Mm. Uh, that's uh, yeah I'll never ever do that again that's true yeah. it's always a bit of a uh, a worry when you put it on and then you do rub it off within five minutes you think surely you can't have done anything <clears throat> but it has hasn't it yeah uh, as I say I've I've never done like two like a comparison test but I've never thought oh that probably needed to go on a bit longer but I have noticed that um, like pre-sanding up to higher grits I know they only tell you to go up to like 180 grit um, but uh, when I was on the Rubio stand at um, Maker Central, uh, I think Merca were there, and I think they sanded some up to three and a half thousand grit. Right. Uh, and it, I don't know if you saw that board when you were there, Steve. Yeah, um, that, yeah. But it was just like ridiculously shiny. So I think I've I've sanded up to like six hundred now, and that's really shiny. So I'm not going past there because I'm not a complete side. Yeah. So that's really interesting because they. I've heard not past 120 grit, and then I did a pine coffee table, and it looked it didn't look very good. And someone told me it might have been you who told me like, yeah, for pine you need to go for a higher grit. 
Uh, I don't think it was, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Um, I suppose it, it's not as hard a wood, is it? So I don't know if sanding moral make it better. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, D- I'm not did sure. you try it? Did it work? No, I didn't try it because it was afterwards. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have seen people sand like the Rubio with like really high grit as well, and that makes it shiny too. Like buffing it off with like like three thousand grit or like really really high grit. Yeah, uh, we did that, that on the first training always, day. Yeah, it always seems a bit flat, doesn't it? If you don't do it to a high. Grade. Yeah, but then obviously, like people, like if you follow Blacktail Studios, he has like a ceramic coating to go over the top. Yes, of it, on the top, yeah, which makes it shiny. But then you just do it twice as much work. Yeah, they go crazy now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> luckily I don't really like shiny stuff all that much. So no. But a bit of a sheen would be nice sometimes, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's that's what I find. If you do go slightly higher up the grits, that's what you get. Yeah, good. And do you find it changes the color? Uh, like if you do a colored Rubio Monaco oil. Uh, I've not tried that to be honest, but I've got some so I can do. Mm. Uh, I tend to just use pure on everything, but I've I've got a lot of the primary colors as well because I'm going to do like a really colorful. Those like mosaic boards that everyone does now, yeah, the yeah. wall art thing. I've just never got yeah. around to it, but I am going to do it. Mm. <laughs> it's a dangerous thing. They just send you all the Rubio you asked for, and then you're just like, "Well, I've got this Rubio, I've forgotten why I've got it." My, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if for anyone who don't know you, then my favorite reel of you is is what Steve mentioned. Um, Way back in the podcast, uh, when he mentioned you, it was you hand sawing through a big fat log. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when you're all the way through, you lift up the log in pure happiness that you got through, <laughs> right? And then it breaks apart and you just start laughing out loud. <laughs> yeah. You've got to laugh sometimes, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> I actually, uh, I sold that to Rubio, that piece of wood. I glued it back together and sold it to him. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, that's the coffee table I did at uh, Baker Central. Baker Central, it, yeah. It's in their, yeah. in their headquarters now. So hopefully yeah. it's still one piece. Yeah. Cool. Oh, two uh, coffee yeah. tables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all uh, worked out quite nicely. Yeah, that was nice. That was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. That one, you were so triumphant, weren't you? Covered in sweat and you'd been sawing this thing for ages and then you just lift it up. And it just <laughs> yeah, it's uh, as I say, it's just not about getting upset about stuff, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I was I was kind of curious today, so I I kind of looked through your Instagram, and I I thought I have to look at the, your first ever reel, and oh, that was yeah. also that was also very funny because you um you were um. You were trying to cut through a piece of like a piano hinge, right? Okay, I yeah, can't and that's <laughs> <laughs> no, It was quite funny because um, you were trying to cut through it with a saw, and the entire table was <laughs> rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was thinking, like, um, 
humor seems to be a big part of your of your life or your Instagram. Like you, you send me videos sometimes. You're just talking in the car, and I always laugh because it seems <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs> but is it intentional or is it just? No, it's just. Um... I think it just comes out to be honest because a lot of the time if I'm recording anything in the garage I'm just basically like talking to myself yeah um, which obviously we all do and it's a bit weird uh, and I'm just trying to make myself laugh because I'll do that anyway even if I'm walking around the house <laughs> obviously if there's no one else here I don't do it when the house is full of kids and our lasses yeah. yeah it's uh I think a lot of it's like being on site with like other guys and stuff I was trying to make them laugh and it just sort of spills over and yeah, it's just what you used to doing. No, because that's that's what I feel. Because um, it seems like you're doing it for fun. Because you you do all those camera angles, like some of the latest reels. You do the <laughs> really close up. I think it was the latest reel. You were really close up to the camera when you were cutting something or oh, doing the, something. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a lad I used to work with. Um, used to ca- if you used to catch him concentrating, his tongue would be like fully hanging out of his mouth and like drooling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, taking the mick out of him, really. I don't know if he's noticed that or not. But <laughs> 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 it's just concentration, Tom. Yeah. So are yeah. you? Are you? Uh, sorry, Steve. You like a reel? You like making them? Uh, I, yeah, I like. Um, I like doing videos. I like, you know, all the like transitions and all that sort of business. And I'm just too lazy for YouTube because I, I did have a go at YouTube, but it's just so much effort and everything. Like, because I want to like make a lot of stuff. And YouTube, like, as you two know, trying to video something whilst making it just takes four times as long, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. So I've I've basically got the attention span for a reel, but not a full video. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember watching those videos and they were really good. I um, It was a long time ago, but what I remember is you were doing a lot of cuts. Yeah, just to, just to music. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, just every time there's a snare drum, I just cut it. <laughs> <laughs> and then wait four seconds and then cut it again. It's yeah. All just in four second clips. Yeah. Um, if you get the song right, that works out quite well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that tends to be the thing that, that's working right now as well like it has to be quick because the attention span of of people watching are like five-year-olds yeah yeah well it's i know like everyone's probably said the same thing but um jimmy dresser used to say like you need to get in late and get out early of a shot so i I just tried for that and now i always thought four seconds were about as much as i could watch something for Uh, so then just cut it it's basically Mm. the same with reels it's normally just a four-second clip. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it does work out all right. So if, if people, that, I'd say that to lots of people if they're like starting, like um, uh, Welsh Thomas who won the uh, Scrapwood build-off, I always say to him, just do four-second clips and then just put a new clip on, uh, and it, yeah. it just seems to be all right. Just like the pace is good, I think. Mm. Not that I know what I'm talking about. Just in my humble opinion. I tried posting um, some, uh, what's it called, um, on YouTube, shorts. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Did a, I did a short one day uh, yesterday and I did one today. And the one today says that it 
the the retention of the video is 125 <laughs> percent that means they watch it not only once but more than once yeah, yeah uh, halfway through and start it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it still doesn't have any views so uh still not good enough for youtube i suppose yeah, I, I don't really understand shorts they just annoy me it's like, is your, yeah. I don't know if you can do anything about it, but my YouTube's just full of shots and then you've got to dig through to find an actual video. Yeah, yeah, I have the same thing. I don't watch any shorts, but yeah. uh, YouTube are really pushing it. Uh, yeah, I'm really annoying. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I've never seen a good one yet. You haven't watched mine, Steve. <laughs> 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 People look out for yours. I'll make yeah. an exception. <laughs> the one I posted yesterday was just me using the, or it was just of the CNC. And I, uh, for the title, I wrote, Is this still woodworking? And someone commented, No. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I thought that's, that's enough. They used to say the same know. thing about table saws, though, didn't they? So, yeah. yeah. Apparently, not that I, you know, I wasn't there for 10. No, yeah, but I have a thing about that in my next video where I go, uh, some people doesn't consider this woodworking, but I guess they aren't using calculators or even an oven anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because that's basically the same thing in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I, the people get really wound up about all this nonsense, don't they? And it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, just, just... Yeah. Just yeah. use what, you know, it's just a t another tool, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. If I, yeah. if I had enough room, I'd definitely have a CNC or a laser or yeah. maybe both, but it's only like the, because I've got no room for it. Yeah. And I can't think about to fit one in. Yeah. Because yeah, like you say, when the guy invented the table saw, other people must have said, you know, well, oh, that's black magic. We don't want one of them. We're just going to yeah, use a yeah. hand saw for like days on end or whatever. Yeah. But where is the where is the limit? Like if we have um like the AI thing, if we have that for wood as well, like we can just say tell it like I want this, and it draws us a picture, and we say yeah, cut it out. <laughs> I think it, that's how CNCs work, isn't it? They just, <laughs> just tell it and press a button. Yeah, <laughs> you just tell it. I'm sure, everyone says it's that easy. <laughs> Yeah. I was listening to a uh, podcast today, and there's a guy from uh, Fernware Woodworking, and they make some really nice furniture. Yeah. And they, he's gone. He's gone to Italy to, to to see this new machine, and it's basically a robot arm that holds the piece of wood, and then it's got a four-axis router, and the arm just moves the wood around around the router, cuts out the leg of the table or whatever, puts it down, picks up another piece, and just and it does the whole thing for you, and then puts it together. Yeah, someone I follow on Instagram's got one of those. All right. Obviously, name's completely gone now. Um, but yeah, they've had that for a while. They make, like, massive nuts and bolts on it. I think he's an yeah. Australian guy. I'll have to find it and let you know so you, you can yeah. put it in the notes or whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. Really yeah. smart. And they were saying if, if you use the AI just to say, design me a, a table... And then you send it to the robot. The robot would be no, you know, no humans being involved. Yeah, well, that's, no. it'll end up going that way, won't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, with the CNC, I, I think it's still someone designing the piece. 
even though the CNC is doing part of the work, but when, once you get it off the CNC, it's not like it's a finished thing, usually, at least. You have to sand it a ton. Yeah. <laughs> a, a sanding CNC, that would be a great thing. <laughs> I'm sure you must be able to do that. You just need one of those Velcro pad and uh, stick it up in the route, you know, like having a drill for lathe stuff. Yeah. That's going to be a new video, a sanding CNC. Yeah, then a, a CNC for just squirting the ruby I want, the one for buffing it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one arm to come back with a rag, it's sorted, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good thing. Oh, that's, have, you, um, have, you been... have you done any lasering with so, so anything you've ru- put ruby on? I keep calling it ruby odd, but it's not, it's not a verb, is it? So if you know if you've actually finished anything in Ruby, or if you laser it over it, uh, I don't think I've I have I have because uh, I didn't think it would work. So I haven't tried. It. Have you, Steve? I think I may have lasered like a little uh, logo or something on something that had Ruby on. That was all right. You come out all right. So I've, yeah. I've thought the same. Like um, I know it's not the same thing, but it's as close as I get in my go. It's like with a branding iron. Uh, yeah. After it said Ruby on, but I, I don't know if I've actually tried it on. Like like you said, no. yeah, I just think it'd uh, just won't work. <laughs> you just end up like, yeah. oil around it. But I've often finished something and then thought, oh shit, I haven't put my brand iron on it, or I haven't done that. And you think, I'm not going to mess about with it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just put a tag on it. <laughs> just be a, se- a secret project. Yeah. So you're working on an uh, on the oak table, right? Or are you finished with the oak table? No, that's done. Uh, that that was just some friends of uh, friends of ours. Um, mm. It was, I think, their grandma bought it for like a fiver, like forty years ago. So I don't oh, know wow. how old that table is, but I, I did find um, like the mechanism for pulling all the leaves together. I'd like a really ornate brass uh, saddle on it, uh, and that said 1870. But I don't know if that was a patent for the mechanism, or yeah. make it probably for the mechanism. It came from somewhere in Birmingham. Um, but yeah, it were it were really old. That nice, it was lovely. Yeah, but I don't know if they put it back together yet or not. But I'm I'm glad I didn't get that job. It was just uh, sadly <laughs> that was enough to be honest. <laughs> But do you take on a lot of commission work, or do you? I sort of I, I take on as much as I get offered, really. Um, yeah. For instance, I still regret doing it, but the the guy who that log who was that sorry who the log was for that I sawed in half. Mm. Um, that's for a coffee shop down the road, and he wanted five, like cookie tables. Um, but I could I couldn't get it cut down or I couldn't at the time so I just bought like two lumps and I'm gonna like sew it into tabletops which I obviously only managed to do one and then there were no way I could have done five of those <laughs> <laughs> my shoulders still knackered from doing one and that was it was like just over a year ago now um and I only took that on because I just listened to a podcast with Jimmy Derester again and he said don't think about commissions just say yes to whatever anyone offers you so I did, uh, and then you end up with five blooming cookie tables that the epoxy won't set on it and stuff. So, yeah, but I, I tend to still say yes to everything. Yeah, like I've got 
there's a, a guy um, in Ilkley, which is about like like an hour up the road from me. He mm. uh, he's got um, a community cutlery, which is a shop there, and he I made some uh, magnetic knife boards for him, and he wants another twenty of those. So, uh, oh I'm, wow, I'm going to do them just before I tore my Achilles, uh, which stopped me doing anything. Mm. Um, but it's everything just needs flattening. Um, so I'm I'm just building up the not motivation. That's the right word. The motivation to <laughs> run it all through the flat uh, thickness. Of, because it's just not no. I just don't like running stuff through the thickness. Of, it's just a bit tedious, isn't it? Especially I don't oh, have yeah. a I don't have a surface jointer either, so I can't just get one face sorted and then stick it through the thickness. Of. You've got mm. to like just slowly, slowly run it all through the thickness. Of. Yeah. All right. If I feel like you guys, we fancy uh, Agminster one. How is your leg? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's a lot better now. I can walk. Uh, I still can't drive, um, yeah. but I, I'm out of the uh, what's it called? Vaco Ped boot. Yeah, the boot. They're a right bit of kit. They're clever. I like them. Yeah. Spent the spent a lot of the last three months just staring at it, working out how they made it. To be honest, <laughs> gonna make one. I don't want to. No, I've still got one. <laughs> so you still not what you know? You know, work then. I'm uh, just working from home. Just uh, unfortunately, I'm just doing everything I don't like about my job all day, every day, rather than <laughs> <laughs> rather than get to do the bits I do like. So that's been a bit trying. Yeah. What happened when you tore the Achilles? Uh, I were I were just doing touch rugby, so like you no know, like rugby, but not not contact. Yeah, it's sort of like a mixture of like tig and rugby or tag. Mm. Well, I don't assume it's tig in Sweden, is it? Oh, it's uh, something similar. Yeah. Um, mm. So I I just caught the ball, set off running, uh, heard it go, or heard like a, a wooden thud noise, and then um, I thought I thought someone had actually thrown something at me and it hit me on the foot like a brick or stone or something. Not yeah. that that normally happens. Um, and then <laughs> I, <laughs> I just reached around the back of my leg and I didn't have an Achilles anymore. So I'm like, oh, no, it's it's obviously something more, more serious than a, someone throwing a brick at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember my father, my father tore his Achilles in a handball game. And uh, he said it felt like the floor disappeared beneath him. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah? Yeah, I remember that feeling. Yeah? Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I'd never, uh, I'd never thought about that. <laughs> oh. What were you going to say, Steve? I was going to say, when can you go back to work then? Prop- Still don't know. I've got, I've got my first physio at the end of this month, just to determine what sort of stage I'm at. Yeah. And then it's just a driving thing. If I could drive, then I'd be all right. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I've, I've got to wait till I can do an emergency stop, but I don't know how you work that out without driving. You can't really <laughs> do it in front of the telly, can you? <laughs> just stamping cushions across your lounge yeah. until it feels all right. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got movement in your foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like I said, I managed to get in the loft earlier, so that, yeah, okay. that was just up a set of metal ladders. Um, yeah. I've... It's just slow going, but I, I, now the snow's gone. I'm going to start walking a bit more because yeah, because you don't want to slip over, do you? No, I uh, I slipped at rugby the other week as well. It was the, my last day in the boot, 
So if mm. if I hadn't still had the boot on, I think I would have retorn it. Yeah. Ah. Just walking across a field and slipped in mud. Have to wrap you in cotton wool. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't. Ah. I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to play rugby anymore. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's your, your career's over. Sneak out on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Go for a walk. Yeah. So we have uh we've got some patrons that we want to shout out. And for one, we have an upgraded Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. From what's the lowest tier we have? Uh, or what are the tiers called? Do you remember? The, the lowest ones are what I know. It's a friend, <laughs> supporter, and an Irish coffee drinker, isn't it? Yeah, Irish coffee drinkers are the top tier patrons. Anyway, I can't yeah. remember either. Uh, um, but we have a new Irish coffee drinker, and that is Bjorn, uh, which is at Interior Maker B Hagen. But we also have our returning top tier patrons, which is Marius Bodvin at Marius Bodvin and Arendal Leather and Richard Salveson at Salveson Design, Arne at Mangesysleren, Rich Coney at Coney Wood Creations, who bought uh, the, the 3D printer I was talking about after the last hangout. <laughs> and Ola Schütteren. At Ola Schütteren. Yeah, he, he he texted me the next day and he said, I bought the 3D printer now. Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, you cost him a printer and I cost him a shaper, so he's not very happy with either of his peers. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what you should get, him a, a shaper in the small workshop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, they're expensive, I know. Yeah. No, it's just... I'd... Uh... I, I want like a, a new table saw because I just don't trust mine. But yeah. what do you have? It's a, a really. It's not like the cheapest Shapach one. It's like the next one up. All right. Uh, is it a HS one hundred five? It's okay. It's it's powerful enough. It's just it's just got an aluminium top. So mm. it's just a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's, you just yeah. get that sort of. Tool craves, don't you just want to have all the cool stuff like everyone else? Yeah. Yeah. Or ideally, I just want like a really old table saw, like everything old. Yeah, like that old would be good, but stuff. it requires a lot of maintenance. Yeah, and I'm not, that's not a strong point of mine. <laughs> no, me. I'm sure, me sure you probably know that. <laughs> I don't paint things and I don't really oil stuff, yeah. I just put new motors on them when they need it. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You, I you're would going to buy a new table saw, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I want a new table saw, but uh, still, uh, it's it seems unnecessary to do it now whilst I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, bring bring down a really big table saw here and then move a couple of months later. Which yeah. one do you fancy? Uh, I would like to get the Laguna Fusion. Uh, table saw yeah i like those too but if i were going to get a new one it'd be like i don't want to say saw saw stop because i just think you're like bright enough to keep your fingers out the way anyway aren't we? but um those laguna ones look really smart yeah yeah it's got a di- uh, like a digital scale for the the angles and stuff like that um yeah. 
I'm not sure you can trust them. But uh, can you can you even get the saw stop in in the UK? No, uh, I don't think so. No. No, I think uh, I think Festool have brought out the same. Well, they've they've bought saw stop, haven't they? So I think they're bringing out their saw with that. Um, yeah. They have a contractor's. They have a festival of a contractor's yeah. saw with it in. Yeah. I Did you know. see their new battery-powered table saw yeah. that I talked about in the podcast? That you saw, yeah, in Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Did, has that got oh. like digital readouts on it for your oh, yeah. blade height and stuff? Yeah, and you kind of push a button and it raises the blade. I don't like that at all. I want to be able to crank a wheel, like. Yeah. <laughs> manually doing the labor of that but uh, yeah it seems uh seems to be good but it's very small it fits in a sustainer as well uh, yeah. right even though it's a big sustainer of course but it always makes me wonder how long this technology is going to work for you know like buying if you bought like a car from the 70s with electric windows and you're like oh, this, these aren't going to work if i need them to well if you plunge into a river and you can't get window down <laughs> um, you just yeah just a bit skeptical about it you think you've got a 10 year old festival it's it's not gonna it's not gonna work still is it that, all that electric stuff's not gonna work yeah. no and uh eventually when it breaks it's hard to fix it yeah like if the crank breaks on the on a manual thing you can probably fix it well yeah that, that's what the thing i really like about really old tools as well because Oh, worst thing you're going to need is probably like a bearing, which bearing yeah. are all standard sizes anyway, and you might need a motor, which it, that don't matter. You could put anything on it as yeah. long as the bullies line up. It don't matter at all. Yeah. Steve's, how how's your editing going? <laughs> <laughs> so I had a disaster this week. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you're a teacher, Pierre, aren't you? Yeah. You know, like when you give kids homework. And they say, has any kids in Sweden never said to you, I'm sorry, sir, I haven't done my homework because the dog ate it? But what's, has anyone ever said, I like that to you? Like, not even a dog. It's been the weirdest animals. It's like a like raccoon a ate it. <laughs> <laughs> you get raccoons in Sweden. <laughs> no, that's, that's very weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was, I was editing and then I came on uh, was it Wednesday. I came back home on Tuesday, so on Wednesday I started to edit again. And uh, the program I was using, LumaFusion, stopped working on the computer. It just wouldn't have it. <laughs> I deleted it and reinstalled it, and it wouldn't do anything. Oh, wow. So I looked online, and loads of people have got trouble with it. Hmm. Um, and LumaFusion said, oh, well, we're concentrating on the mobile app. Because it is, it is a mobile app to use on your iPad or your phone. But it mm. does work on your Mac. But they said they're not going to concentrate on that. They're going to concentrate on just on the mobile thing. Mm. Now, basically, I was totally knackered. I thought, what am I going to do? So I downloaded DaVinci Resolve because it's free. <laughs> and supposedly really good as well. Yeah, yeah man. There's more. It's like a, it's like this. Dashboard of the shuttle. There's bloody dials and knobs everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, I've I've watched a few videos as you do, and uh, how to work the sort of basic elements of it. So I've been editing in that. Ah. And what's the progress? 
progress. What's your Da Vinci Resolve uh, <laughs> status? Is, uh, I would say I'm about a third of the way through here. All right. So I figure uh, as your accountability partner, yeah. uh, you have uh, one week and a day. One week and a day, yeah. I don't even have that, Pierre. <laughs> Will you be able to make it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it, mate. Yeah, I'll make uh, it. Because I can't have two yeah. videos in February. No, 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 no. There's going to be, it'll be out in January, yeah. yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm not here on Friday. So I can't do any editing on Friday. You've got What's... the mobile app, though, Steve. You can edit wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have those excuses you can't, anymore, you can't go from Da Vinci Resolve to <laughs> So I'm not here Friday. And where, where are you going Friday? <laughs> <laughs> it's my wedding anniversary on Thursday, and we're going away on Friday. Well, well, you kind of, if you're not done with the video, you kind of have to prioritize. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. The video's gone west, mate. And then, uh, <laughs> and then um, Tuesday, the 31st, I'm at the funeral all day. Yeah, that's going to slow your editing down, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, Heavy yeah. weight involved there on the Tuesday. Yeah, that's fair, fair, yeah. Mm. So, um, and today, Pierre, I thought, right, I'll crack on. I'll have a full afternoon of editing. And then I thought, I, I better check out this microphone that it works for this podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it working fine. I thought, that's good, that's good. And then, then it wasn't working, then it was working. And so I thought, right, okay. But by the time I'd done that, I thought, I can't be asked to do any editing now, man. I'm, I'm worn out with the uh, <laughs> microphone business. <laughs> Which is just as well because me and Pierre had 40 minutes trying to get these things to work before we started recording and we couldn't get it to work. <laughs> yeah, well, you had to call your son because he has the same microphone. He does, yeah. 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 And so he he said, Luke Bell, save the day. Good old Luke. Uh, Thanks, Luke. What what do you use to edit video then, uh, Tim? Uh, what did I? Where, the the few YouTube videos I made, I think I used InShot. All right. Because uh, I was I was videoing everything on my phone, editing everything on my phone, making the uh, thumbnails on my phone, <laughs> then trying to upload from my phone. <laughs> uh, that were another thing where I uh, didn't carry on with YouTube, uh, but I've just started using CapCut uh, just before I launched. Uh, what did you say, Steve? Sorry, I've seen people use CapCut. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant, really good. Um, I just started using it just before I started the Scrapbook build off. That's why I had all the effects in. So I was just like, oh wow, this, you can have like lightning and fire. I'll just use everything. <laughs> 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 so it did. <laughs> in that video. Uh, but yeah, it's brilliant. Can't, can't oh, okay. knock it. Mm. And it's dead easy to use. Yeah. And is it is it an app on your phone as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's got little feet. Well, I don't know if it's a feature or not, but you know, like if you want a cover for a reel, you can select mm. that in the app and then that becomes the cover in the reel. That's just oh, like wow. witchcraft to me. I have no idea how that works. Mm. And you can, if it's TikTok, you can choose any song from TikTok, put it in the video, and it'll just upload it onto TikTok with the song on it. Right. Which helps if you 
what was that one, obviously. Are you on TikTok as well? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I just put everything from Instagram onto TikTok. There's no additional effort made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and it's not going anywhere. Not. Yeah. Ah. I'm going to find you on TikTok and follow no, you. I think you already do. Maybe I do because, but I lost my TikTok account, so now uh, I've got a new one. Ah, oh, right, okay. It's weird with um, a couple of accounts I have. I can't get into them. Like I have a personal Instagram account, I can't get into it. <laughs> my my dad just makes a new one every couple of weeks. He forgets the password. <laughs> <laughs> What's your handle on TikTok, then, Pierre? Huh? What's your handle on TikTok? Uh, uh, now I'm not sure anymore. Uh, it, it used to be the Swedish maker. Swedish yeah. maker um, eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, it says I'm on uh, the Swedish maker. So maybe I'm. I did get into my account. I have got eleven followers. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, but I never, I never opened the app. So. I thought Instagram were bad for just like sucking all the time out of a day, but TikTok's just so much worse. It's for you youngins. Yeah, I feel old on there. It's, yeah. uh, but apparently there's like Snapchats like for the proper young people, actually cool young people is Snapchat still, I'm told. But I'm not interested in that. Hmm. So how's your decluttering going, Pierre? You know what? We had a um, yesterday. We had a flea market again. Okay. Uh, the last one was when you were here in Sweden. Yeah. 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 And um, Saturday, me and Julia were talking about having having it again, and we started uh, taking stuff down from the attic, and uh, we just posted a couple of pictures on Facebook Marketplace, saying like we're. Tomorrow uh, at 11, we have a flea market. Come here, buy all this crap. And uh, on Sunday, like 15 minutes before, uh, like 10.45, two guys came. And they were dead set on a couple of things they had seen on the photos. And they said, can we come in early? And yes, I said, yeah, of course. And they went around and picked up a couple of stuff. And they said, we're going to buy all of this. And I was like, yeah, sure. So within, without even opening the flea market, we sold for a hundred pounds to those two guys. Nice. <laughs> and then we had a constant stream of people for like three hours, uh, just coming in and getting random stuff. So I think we're, we sold for about 300 pounds and like the rest of the stuff we can just gather up and go uh, leave at, um, at a charity. So was this like a like a garage sale, like at your house, or? Oh yeah, at the house. Uh, like we right. have a, a, I'm not sure what you call it, balcony or whatever you call it. A conservatory um, type thing, isn't it? Yeah, conservatory type thing. Uh, so we have all the stuff that we want to get rid of. We just put outside there because it's cold in the winter, so we don't we don't use that space, anyways, and it's quite big. Uh, so we got rid of so much stuff and, and the rest is just, uh, give away to people who want it or, but the, the funny thing is I, I put my, 
I did a video about 3D printing Super Mario, quite big. So he's like 50 or 60 centimeters high, I think, a 3D printed Super Mario. I put, a, put him out there, took a picture of him, and so many people were asking, like, how much is it? Is it still left? <laughs> but the first guys that came, they, they took him immediately for 10 pounds. Yeah, I need to print Super Mario and and sell him, I think. But it's a it's a long, quite a long print. Yeah, especially for a tenner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's way too cheap. But yeah. I I figured nobody wants this, but uh, apparently everybody wanted it. <laughs> yeah, so it's going quite well. We're we're going room to room. Uh, I haven't been to the workshop this weekend at all because we did that and just emptied out a lot of stuff. Yeah. You haven't got to that room yet, then, huh? This room? (laughs) 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 No, I have to get rid of those two because now I have, I've got, I've received both the... Yeah, two bamboo. the, The bamboo printers. So now I need to get rid of those two old printers. Right. When you said bamboo printers, in I think I was listening to a podcast today, last week, I thought yeah. it printed bamboo. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Brilliant. It sounds like it. Yeah, that would be brilliant. Uh, no, um, I need to get rid of those old printers, and I think I'll, I'll be able to sell them like quite cheaply, but uh, get rid of those. Yeah. But this room, yeah, it's going to be a... Well, you can send one to Huddersfield. Yeah, and one to me, and uh, they've gone then, dear. Yeah, yeah. Have you been thinking more about getting one, Steve? Then it's funny because uh, I saw Richard had bought Richard put a post on Instagram, Richard Corney, because he, he after the uh hangout, he bought one, didn't he? And he put a picture on that said, yeah. oh, it looks really good, and he showed a picture of him printing something really quick, like eight times faster than his old one or something. Mm. I'd mentioned to you that I was thinking about it, and I, I showed Sally, I said, that looks good, doesn't it? She said, yeah. She said, uh, anything about buying one? I said, I might do. She said, um, how much are they? So like all good men, whatever the price is, you say, like, you know, well below half of what it really costs. Oh, yeah, it's a you know? third every time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I said, oh, 400 quid. <laughs> Then she said to me, hang on a minute, I've seen these. <laughs> they cost a lot more than 400 Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was going to get one. I'd get one of them, I think. Yeah. But I still don't know what I'm going to use it for, Pierre. No, but um, let me tell you what I did today at work. <laughs> Let's just hope no one listens to this from work, at least. <laughs> no, but I, I was, I, I've been thinking about doing a Fusion 360 class yeah um because i hear a lot of people talking about like yeah i tried using it but it's so hard but it's not that hard it's it's quite easy using it actually tim tim i tried using it it's rock hard man yeah i think so i was (laughs) but uh, you know how you see people like um doing those videos and they're all they're just talking about what everything does and mm. and i don't want that i want to go into a video and i just want to try it out and to understand myself like how can i do this and how can i do this so i thought i'm just going to do a video where i show the basics of making a, the simplest coffee table 
and it's going to be a, like a five minute video and then i keep going but then i thought i can't do that on the main channel so i thought i'll i'll create another channel and just do i'll name it like fusion 360 for woodworkers and i'll just do the basic things yeah so if i do that channel you 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 probably have to watch it right since it's me doing yeah, it, watch it yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you might as well learn it at yeah. the same time so you're going to start a new channel then yeah, I, th I think I am, because I don't seem to have enough to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How many kids do you have, Tim? Uh, three, three boys. Three? Yeah. Three boys, yeah. A handful then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're quite lucky. They're all into the same stuff, so they pretty much just all go to the same place, just at slightly different times. So it worked out quite yeah. nicely. Yeah. Rather than... What, what ages then? Uh, four, six, and eight. All right. The uh, eldest one just turned eight yesterday, so. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's nice getting them in. Like, they're all, they're all well, the, the little lads out there, so they're just interested in absolutely everything that you're doing. Everything, yeah. Yeah. Like, every mm. time I go in the loft, one of them tries to follow me up there. Yeah, can we get that up, Dad? Yeah, <laughs> in the garage, they're in there. I, try, I do try and encourage them to come into the garage when it's tidy enough. Um. Which isn't often, but they've all, <laughs> <laughs> they've all had to go out making stuff and everything. It's uh, it's good, yeah. So you think they'll get into woodworking? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've all they all come up to me with little ideas for stuff. Um, I like uh, Lucas, my eldest. He's he's made a couple of pretty nice stuff. He, I don't know if it's on my account or not, but it made like he's like the tightest kid you've ever met in your life. He's, I've never actually seen him spend any money he's ever been given right. and he's eight so he's got this wooden box that's just rammed full of notes and coins that he's found <laughs> everywhere <laughs> uh but it's uh it's really smart he did a he did it all right all right it's all all like hand cut i obviously helped him glue it all up and everything but it's uh lovely and then he made a toolbox of the year which i've been using uh just to put all the achilles related nonsense in so i don't have to yeah. get away from the couch Mm. Um, they've all they've made the cousins little like wooden cars and stuff. But yeah, I think uh, I think we'll get into it more. It's it's a big reason why I, I do it just to show them that you can actually abuse your hands for stuff yeah. other than playing on Xboxes and yeah nonsense like that. But it's uh, yeah they are they're really keen in it. But yeah. It's just once they get over the terrifiedness of power tools. They just they won't they won't use a bandsaw or anything, and I think they'll all use a they all they they all use the air denailer. They like that, but it's a little yeah. bit dangerous. Um, and like a hand drill, they're fine with that, but no big power tools yet. Mm. They'll get there. Yeah. What about yours? Do you, have you got girls? Yeah, there are three girls. Um. So the oldest one I gave her uh, for Christmas present, I gave her, um, she do, she does this, uh, hobby horse thing. Yeah. We have a horse on your, on a stick basically. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, uh, so I wanted, I gave her, uh, one of those jumps for yeah. Christmas. Uh, but the main gift was that we do one, another one together. I, I show her how to do it and we do one one of those together. Um, 
So we're trying to find a weekend where we can actually go into the workshop when it's not too cold. Yeah. Um, and do one of those together. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that because one of the things I sold sold into when I got my workshop in the first place, I told my wife like when we have a workshop, we can come out there with the family and we can do projects together. Like it will be a fun thing. Like a family event yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So we did it once and never again, but it was quite fun because then we did those bird uh we call them hol- hulks in Sweden. <laughs> you know, uh, a birdhouse with a yeah, yeah, oh, yeah right, a birdhouse, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. So we did two birdhouses together, uh, just the four of us, and then we got in, uh, the third kid. So we haven't been there since, but it was a fun thing, just going everyone and doing something together like that. Yeah, we've uh, we've had it like we'll all. It's normally in summertime, but it, we'll all be out in the garden, and then they all of a sudden want a ramp for running the cars down or something like that. So yeah. everyone just piles in the garage, and it's not it's not. Not not normally anything any good, but it's just throwing something together so they can get on with whatever they want to do, or like a wooden sword or something like. They always need it like there and then, so you've got yeah. <laughs> there's no time to actually plan anything. You just got to yeah. get something made while they're interested, and then get them outside to get playing. <laughs> so good ideas. Did Did you get your boys involved with it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, they used to be making all sorts of stuff. Uh, Trouble is now now they're older, they still say, Dad, can you come and do this? Yeah. I still ask my dad for loads of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that I, I, the, the sad day will be when they don't ask me, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny now because it's always been like me asking my dad, but now he rings me and says, oh, have you got like, got like one of these? And his, yeah. his garage is absolutely rammed full of tackle. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, nice. I'm uh, finally getting somewhere here. Yeah, my dad needs to borrow something off me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, I know you're decluttering. Yeah. I know you've spent money. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Please tell us, Pierre. Please tell us, Pierre. Have you bought anything this week? Please tell us, Pierre. Please tell us, Pierre. Have you bought anything this week? Have you bought anything from Amazon or got something from elsewhere? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you been wasting all your dough? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you been wasting all your dough? I haven't bought a single thing. Yeah, right. (laughs) Come on, man. So last last week's podcast, you said in the after show you were going to buy something live. I did, yeah. Yeah, that was a microphone. Yes. And then in the after show, I was going on about talk, talking about how we never had any audio issues or n- oh, anything with the podcast. Yeah, yeah, no problems. Then I went to edit the podcast <laughs> and my, my audio was just crackling, <laughs> like distorted. So I thought, well, if Steve is buying a new microphone, <laughs> I might as well. <laughs> So I bought the same microphone as you did. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're working, are you happy with it? And now that it's working, I'm really happy with it. Because the other one was, uh, is actually my brother's. It's not even mine. All right. He's got your your chop sauce, so, you know. Yeah, but I gave it to him for the wedding, so 
at least now I can give back his microphone with a good conscience, say that I have my own now. Now that you've broken it, you can give it him back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have sold it at the flea market. Yeah. So what, what are these microphones you've got then? Uh, they're called Elgato Wave 3. Sound fancy. And yeah, and and Steve bought the pop filter, the the filter you have in oh, front yeah, of the yeah. microphone for yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I also I also got the arm, the extension oh, arm, so that I can yeah. yeah, because but I didn't have an arm from before. I had a an old mic stand. Is that the Elgato arm? Yeah, it's the Elgato arm. That was expensive. That was expensive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a 3D printed one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny the funny the funniest thing was that I was talking to oh my god, I'm not gonna remember his name now. Takami Studio. Yeah. Jonas. Jonas. Uh, we have to cut that part out where I said I don't so <laughs> I won't tell him. So uh, so afterwards, I was talking to Jonas, which is an audio expert, and I said, "What kind of microphone are you using?" Because he, he, I posted a, a thing on a story on Instagram receiving the microphone, and he said, "That's really good." And I asked him, "What are you using?" And he said, "I'm using a Shure uh, microphone called Beta Beta 58A." Uh, which is kind of similar to the really expensive Shure podcast microphone. And I remembered in the back of my head, like when I was singing in a band, I had something that sounded similar to that microphone. So I went into the basement and I found the exact microphone he had. (laughs) So you could have used that one. So I, all all the time I I could have used this one, but it it's more of a singing microphone, you know. Yeah. So yeah. if you have a pop filter for this microphone, you need more than one pop filter for this one because it's gonna have a lot of, and you have to you have to have it really close to the mouth when speaking as well. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I apparently I have a really good microphone. <laughs> You would look a little bit weird using that one for a podcast, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. But I'm really happy with this one. Uh, I also bought some magnets because, yeah, of last week. (laughs) Uh, I was making these. um, uh, These. uh, uh, You can see them, but the listeners can't see them. But they're dust holes collector adapters basically so you they're magnetized so you you take them apart and you can put one on on your dust collector and one on your bandsaw or one of on your table saw or whatever and instead of just taking them apart they just magnetize yeah but the thing i realized is that they're not strong enough like the hose is quite heavy so it's gonna it's gonna take them apart so I had to order strong, even stronger magnets. Have you seen the ones that uh, Izzy Swan sells? Sort of, no, I don't think so. They've, uh, how do you, they've got sort of like a, if you imagine a groove, that's like a wave shape. And yeah. then there's pins on the male side. So when you turn yeah. them, the, the pins go like up the waves and like lock it in. Oh, so they kind of twist together. Yeah, yeah. So there's no, there's no magnets as such. 
Um, ah. They're like a really fast connection. They look really smart. So. Yeah. I have a design for that as well, which I think might be even better than magnets because uh, magnets uh, is not that expensive, but at least it's another cost. Uh, and yeah. if I can do them just twist together instead, that would be better. But the thing is, this is... <laughs> I printed a lot of these <laughs> before I realized that the magnets were too weak. <laughs> Can you swap out those magnets then? No, because they're embedded inside the 3D print. <laughs> you have to drill them out. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I like when, I, when you showed those then, I was thinking like as, as soon as you cut anything with an angle grinder, they're just going to have metal dust all over it, but they won't be any use anymore. <laughs> 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 that doesn't happen to you. I know uh, yeah. there's quite a lot of uh, metal shavings, in, not shavings, dust in my garage. So, mm. yeah, that, uh, I don't know if that would work for me. Have you so, bought anything, Tim? Yeah. What's have that, you sorry? bought anything? Have you bought anything? This week? Uh, yeah. I've, um, I've got another pulsar for the... The knife boards I'm doing, they're magnetic. So the back of them, I, I, they used to be like a live edge short board that I, that I ripped in half, routed out rooms for the magnets to go in, then glued the two hours back together. Yeah. But it's just too time consuming. So now I'm just going to drill the backs, glue a magnet in, then put a big dowel plug in. So I needed a pulse off for cutting those flush. Long story right. short. Um, I think it was about 11 quid. I didn't, nothing too wild. Oh, good man. I'm, uh, I'm doing my best not to buy anything that I can't get back in a commission at the minute. Yeah. 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 By the time and you finish the commission, there's like about three quid left over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not enough for a pint. <laughs> yeah, look, if you're lucky, yeah. And Steve, what about you? Did you buy anything? Did I buy anything else? No, I didn't buy anything else, Pierre, no. You bought the microphone and the pop filter. I bought the microphone and the pop filter, and I got a stream deck. Yeah, and you didn't tell me about that, did you? Oh, I thought I'd keep that, you know. Uh, just, what, is a, what is a stream deck, then? That's, That's a good that. question, what is a stream deck? Um, a stream deck is... Uh, a nice little thing that's sat in front of me, and it's got various buttons on it that you can program. Mm. So when we're doing the podcast, we can program sounds in and uh, interviews or whatever we want to do. We can put them in there, and you can control your computer basically with a sound deck. Uh, a stream deck, sorry, stream deck. Mm. So is it yeah. like a bit like a MIDI keyboard sort of thing? But um, I don't know can I... There it is, look. All right, yeah, nice. It looks very fancy. Yeah. You can program these buttons. When we press the buttons, the sounds come on. You can turn the uh, volume thing up and down with the microphones and the output that we're recording and all that sort of stuff on it. So it comes in very handy. But that was really expensive, wasn't it? Really expensive. <laughs> How much was it? How much was your mic stand? Uh, 100 quid. 100 quid, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was 199. All right. <laughs> uh, you know. Is that the actual 
saying, oh, do we have the towns up there too? It's the actual price. No, that is, <laughs> you can go online, that is the actual price. 100 quid, yeah. Right. No, no, we, could, we, we got the microphones in the sale, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I was supposed to get it really cheap, but I, I, I was too late to the game apparently because Amazon keeps raising and lowering the prices. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you go into your cart, because I keep stuff in my cart, and then I, I go back there and they say, "Hey, we got a couple of messages for you. This item is uh, two hundred Swedish crowns more expensive right now <laughs> than two hours ago." Yeah. <laughs> You have to sell that microphone you're not using to uh, offset it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And the 3D printers behind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done spending now, Pierre. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. I'm just getting rid of stuff. Uh, on the flea market, we had um, when we had uh, our wedding, I bought a complete audio system, like a home cinema audio system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You plug that microphone into it. No, I have never done that. But I've um, that—that's what I've been having in my workshop as a uh, as an audio system for the last couple of years. But now I put it in the flea market, uh, really cheaply, like fifty pounds, and it was like eight speakers, a subwoofer, and um, what's the big thing called where you plug in all the. Um. Yeah, the amp, like a real, you know, one of these sturdy amps. And nobody even looked at it. They were just passing it. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, we also had an old TV, like a like a plasma TV. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, Julia took the kids to a playground and I uh, plugged everything in, like the old TV and the home cinema system in a in another room just next to the TV room <laughs> uh, and i put a big mattress on the floor with pillows and everything and when they came back i had the dinner ready and i said we're going to watch a movie uh so we watched uh, jurassic park nice. on the on the mattress with the home cinema system <laughs> with audio coming from everywhere <laughs> so that was really nice so you're keeping it now, then? No, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna post it online again. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might need that for your new workshop. Yeah, but I figured like everything is wireless nowadays, so I figured I could probably get something wireless down the road. Yeah, spend some yeah. money. Huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I could do with some more speakers for mine. Thinking about it, it's only it's only loud at one end. Uh, wait till someone <laughs> yeah. gives you some more speakers. Uh, have you guys got a win of the week? Should we do? Can you do the jingle, Steve? Uh, no, I didn't record the jingle. You did. No, the but jingle. you you sang it last week. You did sing it, yeah. I thought you sang everything. Sing live. I'm a little bit disappointed. Oh <laughs> well, you know. We sang them live once. We sang them live once. Oh, wins of the week. Come on, Pierre. Oh, I don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, you go. Do you have a win of the week? Uh, For this week? Yeah, something good. 
Uh, well, I'm hoping, I haven't done it yet, so it's not really a win of the week, but I'm hoping to actually be able to walk to school to pick my kids up tomorrow. Oh, so that'll be good. That'll be a win. Um, yeah. But nothing, nothing maker related. I, I got in the loft. That's a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be maker related. Anything will do. I'll, uh, win I'll, of the I'll week. put that one in. Yeah, I managed to climb a ladder into the loft on one leg. Be good. Good man. Um, my win of the week was uh, learning how to use DaVinci Resolve. <laughs> <laughs> well, only part of it, you know, what I mean? just the bit that you need. Yeah. yeah. I haven't gone all Spielberg yet, but yeah, but yeah. Oh, oh. oh but yeah. soon enough. That's my win. Hmm. And yours is getting that microphone to work. Yeah, that's one thing. And I, I yeah. Putting up the home cinema yesterday, we had such a nice evening all together yeah. with the family. And we, we continued watching. We watched uh, Jurassic Park 1 yesterday, and then we started watching Lost in the Park or whatever it's called. <laughs> Lost World. <laughs> Number two. Lost World, yeah. yeah. Lost in the Park. That's Tom Malone 7. <laughs> 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 that would be a good crossover, that one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, is it, what, is it time for our obsessions now, Pierre? Yeah, let's go for it. What have you got? So, so what have you got? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I, I do the question. <laughs> let's start with you, Steve. What have you got? <laughs> Okay, um, well, I had to learn how to use this bloody program, so I, I went online and I found a good old Primal Video YouTube channel, and the guy on there did a really easy video of how to start using DaVinci Resolve and how to just do the basics. Oh, yeah? It, got, it saved me life, so that was very good. Cool. So I was very impressed with that. Mm -hmm. And I've got another one. Do you want another one? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> do you want this one? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, you, watch, you watch Woodland Workshop, Tim. It's on Quest TV. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, I, I think I watched it when it were, uh, was it on BBC for a while? It, it might have been, yeah, might have been. It's, yeah. um, so there's a bunch of makers, Pierre, in the, mm. in the woodland, and uh, somebody says, oh, uh, this guy worked in a care home and he's looked after these people for years and he's gone above and beyond and I want you to make something for him and then they'll look at his hobbies or whatever and make something either from wood or leather or pottery or whatever. And so there's, there's usually about four things getting made at the same time by different people. And it was a candy little show, yeah. Mm. Um, I do remember that one now. Yeah, uh, yeah. One guy made a guitar case. One, one guy made a boat. <laughs> which was ambitious in, you know, a couple of hours. And then uh, somebody made like a mid-century modern bookcase, yeah. It was canny. Cool. Yeah, that's on Quest TV. Yeah. And what about you, Tim? Do you have an obsession? Uh, I've got a couple, yeah. Um, I've been watching, is it, you might know this, Steve, is it like Maker to Market or Make It to Market? It's on Ooh. BBC at the minute. Yeah, and... Make It to Market, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's been... Not that I, I'm terrible at selling stuff, but that's really helpful. They, they've got a lot, uh, a lot of good 
I, I say a lot of good tips. I've not done anything they've said to do as yet, but um, it seems like good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there's always like different makers on there as well, isn't there? Uh, I think yeah. it's, it's been on yeah. for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but that's oh, good. cool. Uh, it's worth having a look at. And then another one is a French lad who's a wood turner. I think he's called Olivier Gomez. Olivier Gomez. Yeah. Um, but he's, he makes insane stuff on a lathe and he's got. He's got a, like an all singing, all dancing lathe. It does stuff I didn't realise lathes could do. Like it, mm. it's got like a, a another bed that like tees off the original bed, so you can turn like huge, like floor to ceiling height, whatever you want on this lathe. But right. his stuff's incredible. I'm I'm not like the most mad person on uh, wood turning, but it's absolutely. Mm. And he's only a young lad as well. But the stuff he does is insane. The amount of time mm. and effort he puts in is crazy. It's a little bit yeah. like. Yeah. Um, what Kyle Toth does, but on just like much more involved, yeah, bigger, bigger scale. Like it's crazy. I'll I'll send you the uh, his Instagram. Send me the link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Pierre, we're, we're all our listeners and me and Tim are all waiting to find out what your obsession is. Okay, so I I bought something else. I have to admit. <laughs> I'll come so to, out. The truth yeah. comes out. Come on. Today, do you know Witworks on YouTube? Yeah. 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 He sent me a mess. We're, we're talking on Instagram and he sent me a message today and he said, uh, so how many subscribers do you have right now? <laughs> just just asking. Because uh, he he just passed me like yesterday or today on, on, uh, on, on YouTube, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking a bit and he recommended a, a YouTube course or that he did, uh, which is a storytelling thing that Colin and Samir, if you know those guys, did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he said, I did that before Christmas and I really, I can really recommend it. So today I went online and I purchased because it's a purchase. So it's a course that costs money, but I started watching it and, um, uh, I'm not sure about the results yet, but I've been really learning things, I think, okay. about um, not so much about storytelling yet, but more about just you have to focus on what the audience wants as well and not just only what you want. Uh, or when you when you show your stuff, think about what the audience, the audience feels and not just what what you made or stuff like that. So I'm re- at least I'm really enjoying it. So it's a good good thing if you want to get into YouTube and uh, and want to spend money on a course. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> no, don't ask how much it costs. <laughs> no, but uh, Drew 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 is a really nice guy. He he's just having uh, fun with me. He's um, He's a nice guy, so go check out Drew from Witworks if you haven't seen him. He he put out a 33-minute lo- long video about the uh, Makita, no, the Milwaukee new um, plunge saw two days ago. <laughs> it's got to 50,000 views. <laughs> the course is working then. It's working. <laughs> go watch it. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, that's the end of episode 75. The numbers are going up here. Oh, they yeah. are. So, And uh, Tim, I hope you join us in the after show. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Not getting rid of me that yeah. easily, bit. No, that's <laughs> good. But uh, before... Before we go over to the to the after show, uh, a really big thank you for joining us yeah. Yeah, uh, no in the yeah. in the podcast tonight. Yeah. Just let, let us know how the interview has gone. I'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, then, Mike. Thank you very much for listening, uh, and we will see you all, or you'll hear us all next week. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Tim. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it, because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers.